and you want to raise awareness about what needs to happen to make that possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I never thought of myself as a leader, but I realized there's not that many good leaders out there. So yeah. I guess I'm stepping up to the plate now to because of my training. And my training has been um, 35 years training with healers and shaman all over the globe. Wow. So you're a healer yourself. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Yes, it is a bird. It's a true bird. <laughs> you know, it's a good point you're making because it seems the way things are going that our government is not really caring about the future of the earth and the uh, inhabitants upon it. They're caring or it seems they're favoring the corporate greed and put it, throwing the earth under the bus, which is pretty ridiculous because everyone needs the earth to be to live. So all of us have to step up as leaders and raise awareness and say, no, this shall not be allowed to happen. So that's part of it, right? And not only no, which is pushing back and sort of fighting, but it's also putting our I'm sorry, focus. my phone dropped out because of an amber alert, so I didn't hear what you said. Oh, okay. I'm sure I said something super brilliant. But basically I was saying that we do need more <laughs> leaders to step up um, and help bring attention to the fact that the earth has rights too and then a sustainable future is much more important than corporate greed. And so that's why you're stepping up, and that's why we're inviting everyone who feels called and passionate about this, which we all should be, because the future of life on Earth depends upon it, right? Well, if you look at it this way, Earth is a gift to all living things for their um, survival. So the Earth supplies us for free water, food, and an environment that's acceptable. And that freedom has, the the giving of that is to everything, not just people, but to the animals and all things that exist as well. So when we start like using the natural environment for our, you know, to make money and, and like the selling of water to people, to me, this is not right because that, that doesn't belong to, to any one person or corporation that belongs to all things. So that yeah. should never have started to sell us water or to pollute the earth. So we have to rely on certain things in order to have a healthy existence. Right. The earth was created and this was for all. And that's why the Native Americans got in so much trouble because they understood that no one can own the earth. And so when the, the white men came and said, who owns this? They said, no one. And then they're like, well, we do. And they wrote themselves papers and, you know, 60 million Native Americans were exterminated over those years. And um, so we have, that was the beginning of greed on in the U.S. at least. And um, mm-hmm. we're now saying, no, this is not okay. And um, we, uh, I'm just going to read a little of your vision of the Constitution of Planetary Rights for the Good okay. of All. Mm-hmm. So I love this so much. We, the people of the Federation Earth Council, in order to protect and preserve all living matter of, mo- of the Mother Earth, write this document for the silent voice of our beloved planet. Our alliance in writing this manuscript is for the sole purpose of protecting and preserving Mother Earth so she will never again suffer at the hands of her children. We, light conscious beings, speak up for the silence of nature that cannot defend herself in words 
against those who claim to be the more intelligent species of the planet. We are the interpreters of the Earth's rights and thus proclaim the following in order to assure a continued and healthy planet safe from destruction, pollution, abuse, unkindness, selfishness, and waste. We will act as the orators of the Earth to uphold the respect of our life-giving environment, support her power and strength, and be the wise attendants to her vulnerable nature. So that's the pr- the prologue. Um, and I love that you're understanding the Earth is a sentient being. And because she doesn't have a voice with words, we must speak for her as she's being raped and pillaged and companies like Monsanto are trying to GMO, genetically modify seeds and patent them and own them and say, like God made nature, right? And all the seeds, you know, apple trees keep appling and strawberries, everything is built in reproduction. That's why this whole genetically modified with the seedless watermelon and seedless this and seedless that, this, you know, and then they Uh own the food. This is not right. This, This was created by God and now it's being patented and, organic farmers are getting in trouble for continuing with their own heirloom tomatoes and the original seeds. And who knows? They're trying to collect all those to make them go out of style, and that's totally wrong, so that they control everything. And the idea that Nestle is controlling all this water and we have to now buy water, it is pure insanity. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people out there have actually had the experience of being able to drink from a, a river or a waterfall that is not polluted, it is yes. the most del- delicious thing that you could ever experience. And when I was in the jungle, the shaman were laughing at me because I was carrying around a bottle that had a charcoal filter because I didn't want to get sick from, you know, water. And they were laughing. Yeah. They said, this water is not going to make you sick. And I, so eventually I tried it and they were right. You know, it was totally pure, totally fresh and the most amazing thing that you could experience. So it's so, so beautiful. And I like, want to, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, w- I just, you were talking about seeds as well. And I just wanted to um, allow people to know that I did put a video out on YouTube that talks about seeds. And it, it's basically this premise is when you get fruit from the market and there's seeds in it. And of course, like a watermelon, people just like throw the seeds out or a cantaloupe. Well, those seeds, if you put them in um, a Ziploc bag or some, you know, place to keep them, when you go hiking, you can just, like, take them out of the bag and toss them here and there, and they will grow, and they will offer food for free to whoever finds it. So this is kind of a an easy way to replant our earth and make food available for everybody. It's just walk along, because what I, where I got this idea from was um, hiking, and I saw a whole watermelon patch on the mountain. I thought, where did this come from? And there were wow. watermelons. And so I that's, was able to, like, a, yeah. What a unique and brilliant idea. Everyone, just save all your seeds from all the food that you're eating, organic food. And when you go on nature walks, just plant them. And who knows? That's what the nature is designed to do, re- reproduce and and create and sustain human life and create abundance. And um, go back to the mm-hmm. water, I did go to Mount Shasta and drink, and I brought my own bottles and I was so in love with that clear, clear water from Mount Shasta. Have you had that before? And and that's yeah. like, you know it's rare to have that untainted water. Even Dasani, my boyfriend Edwin is really into health and he brought over these water drops that measure the amount of acidity in water. 
so you have bottled water like that they're selling, and that's still acidic. And he tested all the water in my house. I have a reverse osmosis filter, and then I have the regular tap water. And then I had bought this um, filter that makes alkaline water and also remineralizes the water. And that's by, um, what that's called. I think it's called Juva. And so he tested water from each of those things. And lo and behold, the, the filtered water, our reverse osmosis filter, was bad. And that was more acidic than the one right out of the um, tap water, which is right out of the tap, which is shocking. So you put a drop well, me, in it. It is shocking. Let me just say that don't trust anything. Do your research, yeah. people, because they're going to say anything they, they want to say to sell us something. Like, for example, yeah. the cell phone. The cell phone does cause cancer. And yeah. they knew yeah. that when they first made the cell phone, put it out there. And they didn't expect we'd be using it as much as we do. But it doesn't matter whether it's going to be uh, initially only minimally evasive to your cellular level. Remember, it's called the cell phone. It attacks you on the cellular level. Or mm-hmm. not, you know, it, it still has that ability. And so... We're not people's experiment, so we have yeah. to do our research. And I know that's work for everybody, but you cannot trust these companies that say, "Oh, this is good, that's good," because later on they renege it and they say, "Oh, actually, that's bad. We're taking it off the market." But already it's affected people, so don't trust yeah. anything. Take yeah. a look and test it for yourself. And that's why these water drops are great. You can see the water changes color right away. If it's yellow, it's yeah. acidic. If it's green, it's between acidic and alkaline. If it's blue, it's it's alkaline. And the only one that was mm-hmm. alkaline was the one that was in this plastic pitcher I bought. And it was 200 bucks. And I was thinking, this is highway robbery. But not if it's absolutely working, which it was proving that it did work. So I was happy to see that. Anyways, clear mm-hmm. um, you know, liquid light in the form of water, that's something that is basic that all humans need. And many of us are drinking tainted and poisoned water which is not good for ourselves. So, Yeah. Another thing about water that is a practice of mine that is amazing, um, I know that there was a, an artist that used to do put symbols underwater and it would change the molecular structure of the water. Um, we can also uh, purify water with um, quartz crystals in the sun. Yes. And so I you put it that. in a, like yeah. a, a glass bottle You add your quartz crystals, fill it with with water, and then let it sit there for a day. And then take that water and then drink that water. That water changes totally. So the crystals are good for purifying. Structured water because the sacred geometry in 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 the crystal actually transforms the molecules of the water. Is that how it works? I'm not totally clear, but I I have heard Mm -hmm. of that and tried it. Yeah, no, I I do it all the time. And then also just, you know, when you have your glass of water in front of you, think about love. And just Mm. that alone, thought can, thought is a vibration as well. And vibration is, as we know, very effective. We have vibration in music. We have vibration in in our being. The planet vibrates at a certain level, a sonic level. So the, yeah. the vibration is very powerful. And so what we think changes not only our reality, but the reality of the world around us. That's so beautiful. You're so right. So I'd love to read um, the Constitution. It's not that long, but it's very powerful. 
the, the Constitution okay. of Planetary Rights. Recognizing this is written by Drew Bird, who we're interviewing today, and it's very powerful. Recognizing Earth's right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. She has the right to build a healthy environment and flourish in her glory. She has the right to offer freely fresh water, air, and a clean environment to all earthly inhabitants. She has the right to her land masses without interruption in order to create a diverse and functional ecosystem. She has the right to adapt and achieve purpose without being genetically altered and destroyed uh, and to be shared by all. So, uh, um, that 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 phrase there about um, right there is the Earth itself does change, you know, her structure according to the needs of the planet. So things evolve and develop on their own, and they become like, um, uh, you know, sub. What is what's the right word? Uh, um, they develop on their own, so they don't need to be altered by us, in other words. They adapt to what's going on in the natural process of the planet. Mm. Yeah, it adapts, and, and everything mutates and adapts and changes. So um, we're another section that is there will be no creating of life forms in laboratories for the pur- purpose of replacing the originals. Schools will restructure their curricula to include meditation, nature languages, organic eating and nutrition, communication with the natural environment to earn the respect of nature and their healing properties. So this is your vision for the future of Earth that would be an Earth that's helpful. All hunting and fishing would be limited and restricted to the humane death of that animal for the sole purpose of food for survival. Any animal accidentally killed by a human must be given proper burial through spiritual and, un- and conscious process. Respect and harmony in visiting natural places much, must be exercised at all times. If any human finds himself or herself lost in nature, he will only take what he requires to preserve life in an extreme emergency and only with the consent of the mother. Any corporation or business that poses a threat to life will be shut down and their acquired wealth through such destruction will be placed into the hands for research for the betterment of the planet. A portion of the wealth will be used to correct the wrongs done and those involved will be put in a position that serves the life at once destroyed. Wow. This sounds like, you know, I mean, what comes to mind is Superman and how they put those. <laughs> They put the, they put those bad ones like in this kind of ice chambers, and they were flying around space for eternity. But how better to put them to hard work to create a better Earth, and put their energy for rehabilitation or into something good, right? So, so I love that. I, as far mm-hmm. as like crime and punishment goes, I don't believe in that as as being effective when you use a negative. You know, like, yeah. I don't believe that a lot of what happens on our planet is really the fault of a human being because I believe there's a program that has made us have this fear of, um, you know, that we're competing, you know, to live. You know, we have a fear that, you know, if we don't do certain things that we will be punished. This is all programmed from the dark ages, and we're still living under that program. And, you know, 
that's taught through religions and different things that have been misinterpreted, like writing yeah. from a long time ago. So yeah, what man will do, have dominion over the earth. But that's one of the things in the Bible in Genesis. Man will have dominion over the earth. And that has been taken to the nth degree to mean that we can, you know, kill animals and torture them and all the stuff that's been happening. And that's not what that was meant. That's definitely been a misinterpretation. It's a fear-based reality that we've been taught and carried from that age into our modern world. We have to realize that that program needs to be broken in order to have a more healthy and profitable communication with our with our life and planet. So, yeah. you know, breaking breaking that code that's been ingrained from father to son, from religion to, you know, everything. It's kept us in a dark, unnecessary place of fear. Yes. And it's time for us to let go of fear and replace it with love. I mean, we're talking about third dimensional earth versus the fifth dimensional unity consciousness. So I Mm -hmm. see it like the third dimensional vibration of fear, lack, greed, and separation, and judgment, and hatred, and all that stuff Mm -hmm. is going down like the Titanic. That old paradigm is dying, and it's basically we have two parallel Earths existing simultaneously. When we're in a space of love and trust and faith and unity consciousness, knowing that every single person is our brother, sister, mother, friend, and we're connected, we're in the fifth dimensional Earth. But if you get into a dark mood and start getting into judgment, stress, and fear, you can drop that down into the third dimensional vibration reality, and they're happening simultaneously. So it's a, it's a little bit of a crazy time because the earth is ascending and we are ascending. And some people yeah. are really you know, their feet stuck in that third dimensional vibration, and they're not going anywhere, <laughs> and they're going to have some yeah. tough time. You know. Well, and there, there's, a, there's a lot of, like, when, when you're confronted with something, you know, something makes you angry. I always mm. say, check yourself. Why are you angry? Most of the time it's because that person scared you. Like they, like let's say a car pulls up in front of you and you get like really angry and pissed off. It's not mm-hmm. that you're angry. It's that you got scared and then fear creates anger. So, yeah. so instead of doing that, well, maybe that person, you know, they didn't mean to cut you off. Perhaps they 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 got a cell phone call that their daughter got hit by a car and they're rushing to the hospital and they're not thinking. So we always have to yeah. allow that something's going on with that person that um, made them do that. And it's nothing against you. You just have to be aware that people are going to be re- interacting in really strange ways right now for many different reasons. One of them being the vibration of our planet changing and becoming mm-hmm. a more intense vibration, and they don't know how mm-hmm. to handle that. So it's best that we all, like, step back, assess the situation, and then interact with that in the most helpful way coming from a place of love. Yeah, and that's so what's going to help everyone get through all of this and get us to the other side where we can have a healthier existence. But if we get angry and join in an attack mode, it's not going to assist us. It's just going to make that anger a more prominent reality than the reality that we want of peace and love. So don't mm-hmm. join in. 
That's a beautiful point. And fear and rage are alternating states. It's a great point when someone cuts you off and you, like, want to kill them. They call it road rage, but it's really because of fear. And so to have a lot of compassion for everyone, and there's an acronym someone just told me recently that was so cute. It's called Q-TIP, quit, quit taking it personally. You know, people are yeah. getting offended left and right in this offense and being wounded and taking things personally and being hurt takes up so much energy and it's really never almost never about you people are going through their own stuff and when you have you know someone's in a bad mood and doing things or not present you can just bring awareness like this person's going through a hard time and or like you're saying or perhaps um this person's in a lot of pain and they don't know how to handle it and that's why they're acting that way but it never has to do with you personally it's just people doing what they're doing so I know you're someone who doesn't just have a vision, but you take action. I remember you're talking about how you write letters um, to people who can do something about things. So how would you suggest people go about doing that? Well, first of all, when uh, when uh, the pipeline was being, you know, they were, you know, attacking the Indians and all that was going on, I thought, well, who is investing in this pipeline? So I looked it up and I found, like, a whole bunch of companies. I don't remember how many, but uh, I decided I would write each one of those companies a letter. Now, when you write a letter, you don't let's not attack the company like you're horrible, you're doing this and it's wrong. That's not going to get anywhere. What you need to do is assume that they don't realize that it's wrong. They have no idea. And so mm-hmm. you write a letter that said, I'm writing you to inform you that by participating in this activity, you are breaking a 100-year-old treaty with the Indians, and that treaty was signed to allow the white man to go through Indian territory without getting murdered. Now, 100 mm-hmm. years later, you're just taking over that land when they allowed us for all this time to go through in a peaceful way. So so letting them understand the magnitude of what they're getting involved in and doing it in a positive way, like, oh, I don't think you realize or you don't understand, so let me, let me clarify for you what's really happening here. And when I actually got to talk to a lot of those companies, because I would call them up and ask for the CEO, and, um, you know, they, a lot of them didn't know. They just were thinking only of money and getting wealthier. And so Mm -hmm. putting that information in their head, did it stop some of those companies? I don't know because, um, you know, there was a lot of people to write to and to talk to. But at least you can get them to understand a little bit grander the scheme of what they're interacting with. And you also made phone calls and got through to some people. And you also made phone calls, right, and got through to some heads of companies, I think. Yes, I I actually got to talk to a couple companies, and um, I introduced myself as Ambassador Bird with the Federation of Conscious Universal Survival, and they patched me right through to to the head of the company. And, you know, I just had a, like, you know, a 15-minute conversation with them explaining um, all of that and, and they were very reasonable on the phone. They wouldn't, because I didn't attack. I informed. Yeah. And that's, that's the difference. So when you're writing letters, it's more of a letter of information that they might not know. Just assume they don't know, because a lot of times they don't. 
That's so, so they're, just, they're just looking at the financial gain. So you're yeah. not fighting and against. You're, you're raising awareness with compassion and inviting yeah. them to see a new way. And what happened exactly. with the Dakota Access? The Dakota Access Pipeline did break and was fighting against it because the water supply is affected. And it's being affected yes. all over the country. It's being poisoned. Our water, which is life, is being poisoned. You know, and the media so, shows a very skewered version of what happened. Sorry, go ahead. Well, where we can go from there now is, okay, so you insisted on building this anyway. And I understand that you you had your own vision, but um, now you must correct this and and how and give them a solution. You don't just yeah. say, you got to fix it. How can they fix something like that um, right. by shutting it down? Because the earth... As we know, there was a fabulous documentary called The Wolves of Chernobyl, and we know Chernobyl became a highly radioactive area not accessible to any form of life. So humans moved out of there, left it alone, and guess what? They, they go back, and it's, the plant life is back. There are healthy wolf puppies being born. Eagles and birds exist there. And because we left it alone, it recovered. Yeah. So right. the, the 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 thing to do is to shut it down and leave it alone and let it recover from us because it, it's hard to like say you got to clean up this mess because the mess has seeped into the ground and it's like how do you clean that up? It's best to just step back and leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. You made a mess. Let Mama clean it up. And the Earth is going to continue. There are a lot of people talking about saving the Earth. She has been around for 4.6 billion years. This is nothing. She'll continue. But will we, as a life form in this, let you know, continue? That is up for. <laughs> we're, well, I pray that we can. And I know that the more people have who have awareness about this and take action the way Drew does, making phone calls, writing letters you know, appealing to someone's better nature and logic and assuming the best, coming from a place of love, not judgment, um, we can help raise awareness and make a difference. And, and um, also it's be, being okay. joining in, becoming involved with people in positions, being able to meet those people and influence them, they're going to influence the others in the language that those people understand. So if you can connect with one person, let's say you meet someone who's in the UN and right. you can make sense to that one person, they can help make sense to the others. So creating allies that are in companies that are doing bad things, um, if you have an ally within that company, it's then you have an insider force. Yes, that's such a great idea for people who are in positions of power that can make change. And the truth is we all have a certain amount of power. And if you're a listener, a lot of our listeners are from all over the country, Drew. If there's someone that this really speaks to you, start a little chapter in your neighborhood uh, of the focus, which is um, the Federation of Conscious Universal Survival, and start having grassroots conversations about how you can make a difference in your neighborhood, city, country, world. Um, and invite others to participate. And if you would like to um, communicate with Drooper directly and have ideas for her vision and want to contribute to it or give her more press and outlet to get the word out, her email is dreambird2001. 
DreamBird2001 at Hotmail.com. And I'm so glad you um, were able to take a little time to be with us. Go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to mention that um, a website is in the works for Focus, and that website will be available for anyone to submit um, helpful information for all humanity. So if you see a problem out there and you have a solution or you you see a product that's amazing that's going to help us get beyond, um, we want to post all those things so we have a one Source website for people to refer to to find like uh, free energy devices or um, a way to um, you know that you can have cleaner water or you know a solution to a problem that's out there that's um, maybe in a product form. Uh, we want to get all that stuff in one website so people can just go to Focus and find answers. That's beautiful. And I remember re- seeing a YouTube video about a young kid who created a solution for the oil spill in the Gulf with hay. So he has mm-hmm. hay that soaks up a lot of the oil. So anyone from any age can download some brilliant vision and idea, and it would be great to have a central place that's a resource for all humans to be able to access ideas for how to make to help our Earth and to help each other. Oh, this is this is something really simple I would love to pass on to the listeners. You know how when you start a barbecue or a campfire, usually people put that toxic fluid on the fire that ignites, like mm. a gasoline? Yeah, fire starter, um, yeah. Yeah, what you can do is save your, this is going to sound weird, but your dryer lint. Mm. Save your dryer yeah. lint. In a, in a plastic bag, and when you go camping, use the dryer lint. It, it lights up super fast. You don't have to pour anything on it and get your campfire going. Oh, that's a beautiful, eco-friendly fire starter idea. I love it. See, these are the exactly. kind of brilliant ideas we'd love to have, you know, a resource for, a hub. So the website is in process. This is a new idea, uh, and anyone who wants to participate, please join us. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Bird. And we are taking calls now. We're at the mid- midway point of our show. We're going to be taking calls. Can I take a calls. quick, uh, I need a quick break. I shall be Absolutely. right back. Okay. okay. I'm right back. So, Thank you. So if you have a question for Drew, if you want a mini reading from me, give us a ring at 516-453-9162 and press 1 to be in the host queue so we know you're there. Calling all spiritual entrepreneurs and lovers of spirituality. Are you struggling with how to make an impact on social media or creating exposure for your online business? Whether you're currently taking some of our online certification courses and just getting started on your entrepreneur path or you've been practicing your business for years, we can help you with today's fast-growing social media market. Learn tips that will help you create and expand your spiritual business by joining the new International Angels Network membership you will grow your tribe. So we have a limited introductory offer at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash membership. So um, check that out. Listen to International Angels Network, Lord, everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and much more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live on the air. If you're not able to join us live, you can catch the archived podcast on iTunes, Pinterest, Potable, Player FM, CastBox, Podtail, Podstitcher, Stitcher, Podchaser, Stitcher, and Google Play. And you can connect with me as a host of Interna- uh, at internationalangelsnetwork.com. 
And for info on my readings, events, and coaching packages, please visit my website, divineguidancereadingswithans.com. You can follow or friend me on social media. I'm Shishi O'Donnell, which is she-she O'Donnell on Facebook. Um, Divine Guidance Readings with Angel Shishi is my page on Facebook or Angel Shishi on Instagram. So give us a ring at 516-453-9162 if you'd like to get a free mini reading right now and press 1 to be in the host queue. So I know we have Koi on the line from New York. Are you there, Koi? Yes. Hi, Shishi. How are you? Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, thank you. Hi, Drew. It's good to meet you. Um, yes, and she's she? a little break, but she'll be back in a second. But yeah, okay. what's I'm that? back. She, she? Oh, she's back. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi Drew. Hey. hey. What's going I'm on in Koi. New York? Uh, it's Koi. What's going on it's in New raining. York? I used to live there. It's raining. Oh. <laughs> and it's cool. Up. It's cool and it's raining. Yeah, I don't have a problem with the rain. Yes, but, no um, one should. I, no, I have. Um, Shishi, I would like yes. a private. I would like a private meeting, but I would also like to add something to um, that you and Drew were talking about. Um, you know, putting the like the crystals in the water. Um, a yeah. friend of mine taught me to um, get crystal, like maybe a clear quartz or a rose quartz, whatever you want to put in a gallon of water, and leave it out during the full moon. So the moon can energize the crystals. I put my crystals out too, not mm-hmm. all of it in the but you know. And I leave it out overnight so the moon can energize it, and I drink the water and use it for other things also. So I just wanted to, um, you know, give that tip also for my friend that I learned. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. You're so how welcome. can I help you? You'd like a reading, a mini reading? Yes, I ha- I have a question for you I've been wanting to ask you for a while. Yeah. I have been seeing and finding dimes in the weirdest, craziest places. And not only that... Did you say you've been finding dimes? Yes. and what, okay. um <laughs> Dimes. And it's been going on maybe for a year now. And um, the last time I, well, the last few times I found, I was doing laundry. I was doing my linen off my bed. I put my sheet on, went back downstairs to get my the dryer, came back upstairs, and there was a dime. <laughs> there was a dime on my bed. Mm-hmm. And um, I found dimes, um, like, I've seen them. In the dark of night, walking my little dog, Tao, it's no light there, and there's a dime shining. Um, I I found I keep change in my pocket, like my change is in my change purse. Mm-hmm. And um, in August, I found one in, I put my hands in my pocket for some reason, and I felt something in there. While I was standing next to my cousin at a concert, there was a bright, shiny dime. Mm-hmm. Um, um, another time, um, oh, in, in September, a friend of mine, um, she said that she was thinking of me 
and she happened to look down, and there was a dime right there. So she, she knew about so me. Your the, friends are getting dimes. Yeah, my friends. You, they, yeah, so it, I don't know what it is. Do you have a relative know. that used to say save your pennies and dimes or give you dimes for a present, like an aunt or? Is that coming to mind? No, I I think I you know like, I think. Wondering who I feel it like is, it's a spirit guy that wants to, wants to remind you of abundance. Oh, really? The card, the, the card I pulled on it is self-employment. You're a born entrepreneur, and your business is surrounded by magical opportunities. So uh-huh. I feel it's, it's giving you information. There's money everywhere. It would be nice if it was like hundred dollar bills, but you know. Well, yeah, some of us were like, we're like, where's the gold? Or gold, right. Let's just take it as a sign, though. So um, are you starting your own business? I would love to. I've been, I've been thinking on it um, very strongly. And also, you know, in I remember maybe about three weeks ago when you and I spoke, you also um, picked up, do, you know, like the metaphysical type of, you know, readings and things of that nature. So I am, I know I'm intuitive, and um, yeah. I know I could just pick up things. With, I have cards, too, but I mostly, I have them because I like them, but the thing is is that I don't really use them. I just pick up things, you know what right. I mean? Like I yeah, see things, hear things. Right. You can be of service and say, Spirit, use me, I'm ready. And then you're going to okay. be given a vision of a need that there is, and people need emotional support. And that is yes. something people do pay for. And you have a lot of experience with the challenging life circumstances that you've transcended and made it through. And you can use your intuitive wisdom to help someone get out of a very dark place. So that yes. is uh, something you can monetize. You know, your energy is valuable. You need an energy exchange. But I feel just doing anything you can to get an action with that. And when you see the dimes, just consider it a sign from heaven, reminding yes. you abundance is all around you and opportunities are all around you. And, uh, you know, feeling just that it's a, it's a little bit like your angel's giving a little bit of a wink. Like, Coy, and, don't, don't despair. Money is coming. Oh, thank God. And also, I, I also was given the name of my business, too, from, you know, um, the universe. They gave me the business name of the Uplifting Source. Mm. The Uplifting Source. And so I would... I would call myself the, you know, the business would be the uplifting source, and I would mm-hmm. be sorcerer, and I would spell it the way sort, you know, like the source, S O U R C E E R. I would make it up like that. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's call, let's call you a sorceress, one who gets her energy from the source. Exactly. I like that. Sorceress, sorceress, but spelling it S O U R C E. I love it. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You are a sorceress. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so you can help us. So are you. We're all connected to source and we're all we're all magic, absolutely, because we're powerful co creators with, with the source. Yes, so I wish you the best of luck and it was great to hear your voice and talk to you again. We have a bunch of other calls to take but I'm Thank giving you a big so hug through the phone. And I hope I hope those dimes turn into hundred dollar bills and gold gold coins soon. <laughs> and I got I just got the card. Stay optimistic. Your dreams are coming true. Don't quit before the miracle occurs. Keep the faith and and carry on. So.
So we have Anne from California on the phone. Anne, are you there? Oh, yes. Hello, Shishi. Hi. How are you doing, ladies? Wonderful. Is this an Anne that I know personally? No. Well, I probably spoke to you a long time ago, Shishi. Oh, I wasn't sure that you said it like we knew each other well. I was like, hi. So um, ah. you, have, you have a question? Uh, I have a question, yes. My daughter asked me to ask uh, you, and she's very much interested in uh, what the cards say. Um, some time ago, she met a nice guy, and it was more like a romantic meeting. Well, it, it just was a meeting. She didn't plan but the guy happens to own a business consulting company, so now she's getting lots of business advice from him that is really so much needed. Uh, and she was wondering, she, she she feels very attractive to this guy. Will there be, uh, she, she likes to know there will be a romantic development, if he will make any moves to see her in person. Yeah. They met in person, but now they're mostly communicating through Skype because of this business um, yeah. advice company set up. That's how it's done. Yes. So what I got is wait, don't rush into action right now. Bide your time for better results. So often spirit puts uh, kind of like a sexual attraction between you and someone who's important for you to be involved with, even if it's not about the sexual or romantic attraction. It's, a, it's about um, what this person is here to teach her and help her on her life path. Um, I did pull the card children, so part of it is her her biological clock. She wants to start a family and make babies, so she's kind of looking now for who's going to be her partner. I'm not convinced that it's him, but I do think there's a reason why the, they are interacting. So tell her to do her best to not be attached to anything romantic with him, but to be present, to be aware, and don't take any action that could kind of sabotage this professional relationship because I think he he is there to help her professionally. And I do know for a fact she will have children, so tell her not to worry. Her life partner is coming, um, but it might not necessarily be him. <laughs> does that well, make she sense? really likes him. That's a pro- it does make sense, but um, I can tell you she, I don't think that she wants to get married yet, She, but she just likes even to be close friends with him hang out together, you know, spend time together, something outside Skype, uh, like they yes. met like they met initially. She says even if we we can have face to face and hang up to hang out in the same city together and just go somewhere yeah. for drinks. Well as long She's as she not making this attached, as long as she doesn't get attached to it looking or being a certain way, then she can carry on like that. And I do think he's very important for her life path. So thank you for your call. It was nice to talk to you, Anne. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Bless you. Okay, bye. So we have Ashia on the phone. Ashia? Hey, how you doing? <clears throat> Good. How are you? How can I help you? I'm fine. Um, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Well, um, the other day, my car broke down. So do you see, like, is it, like, major? Is it going to be expensive? Like, to get it um, mm-hmm. fixed, it's at the mechanic now. Like, when do you see me getting it back? <laughs> That's a very <laughs> funny question. Uh, the card I pulled yeah. is set your sights higher. Increase your standards. Expect more for yourself. Don't settle. But what, what this is about is, of course, accidents happen, things happen, and whatever it is, it's meant to get you to grow and expand. And so you perhaps needed a moment to pull back 
and stop and think and don't go into fear around how much or how little it's going to cost. Go into a space of faith that money is coming to you and you will be able to get it fixed no matter how much it costs. Um, it's kind of like don't panic. So, and everything happens for a reason. We have It can't all be lollipops and roses. Sometimes we have these life circumstances and challenges, but try not to go into a dark space or fear or worry about money. And let's say it is somewhat expensive. That's what I feel it will be, somewhat expensive, but not uh, – it's just relatively expensive can shift how what you see as expensive by raising your own value and self-worth and knowing you deserve more money so then you won't feel it's that expensive. I know that sounds kind of weird, but this is kind of a lesson in you raising your standards so that you don't settle for things and you deserve more. Does that make sense? Kind of. Which one of my questions was funny? Which one? You said it was funny. Oh, I, I've never had anyone ask me a reading, do you think my car that needs to be fixed is going to be expensive? That's the first call I've had like that. I think that's oh, funny okay. because usually it's about, oh, okay. you know, like purpose or romance or, you know, career or something. Oh. But that, you know, it's fine. You're welcome to call with a yeah. question like that. I hope that helped you. And we oh. do have other calls on the line. And many blessings to you. Have a beautiful yeah, rest of your too. afternoon. Thank you. You too. Thank you. We have Melissa from New York. Melissa, are you there? Yes, I'm here. So how did you like the show? Was that, you know, Drew is originally from New York. Woohoo! You know, we got, it's raining over here. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I'm not enjoying the Saturday being in the house, but, well, you know. So our producer of the International Angels Network is Claudia Ibarra, and she she is from New York, lives in New York. And then we had another New York caller, and we have you, and Drew is from New York, so we've got a New York connection going on here. But rain Amazing. is good. That's what, rain makes the flowers grow. We need to have both. So what's happening exactly. in your world, Melissa? Well, I've been – it's been 10 months now since my, um, since my boyfriend had broke up with me, and I don't know why. I've been saying his name lately. Like, it's just been coming out of my mouth, and I'm like, Why? And I haven't been seeing anybody at all since the whole entire time. Hmm. What is well, going on? <laughs> you're saying you've been saying his name lately? Yeah. For like no blue. reason. Like I'll be thinking about yeah. something and I'll say his name. Well, when we have um, loves in our life, especially if they're lovers, then we get this cord of attachment between us and them. And when we were with them for a while, they can be really big cords. So you have the cord of unconditional love that can never be broken. So that's that beautiful love that you shared. Then you had some things go wrong, and that's why you're not still together. But then all those thoughts over these 10 months of betrayal, sadness, hurt, you know, and not feeling good, those yucky feelings, uh, worry, what's he doing, and then she thinks of you, but you're still connected. Even though you haven't seen it for 10 months, you are still connected. And he may very well be fantasizing about you at that moment that your name that his name uh pops in your head you know we do that sometimes we fantasize about our exes and that's possible so if you'd like to have archangel michael cut that cord between you so that you're not being drained and having to like be connected to him all the time we that might be good because he's obviously still in your energetic field and it may be preventing you from attracting do you have a new boyfriend now no yeah, so it could be affecting your, your ability to attract a new relationship because your energy still is connected to him in some way. Been to doing a cord cutting with him? Yeah, I'm open. 
Okay. So what's his name? His name is, do you need a last name too or just the first name? No, just first name. Okay, um, Isaac. Isaac. So I want you to think of Isaac and that beautiful connection, that part of him that you fell in love with before he might have, you know, everyone is programmed from childhood with dysfunctional patterns that their parents had and their parents had and their parents had. A lot of fear in our culture and shame and, you know, weird coping strategies, and we all learn it from our parents, right? But before that, he was just a beautiful little innocent baby born into the world with no issues, and I want you to tune into that higher self version of Isaac, not the character flaws that maybe caused you guys to separate. So can you see his higher self? Or can yes. you imagine that and focus on that? I can imagine. Okay, so we have Archangel Michael, and he is a very powerful archangel. He has a sword of light and truth, and he can cut through this cord that might be draining you and making you still feel connected to him. So I want you to repeat after me. I invite the higher self of Isaac. I invite the higher self of Isaac. To stand before me. To stand before me. As I stand before you. As I stand before you. With love. With love. I embrace all bonds between us. I embrace all bonds between us. And I ask that they be transmuted. And I ask for them to be transmuted. To the highest vibration of unconditional love. To the highest vibration of conditional love. Unconditional love. And put your hand in your heart. Unconditional love. Yes. Put your hand in your heart and say, I am free. I am free. And put your hand on his heart and say, you are free. You are free. And Archangel Michael's cutting the cord between you and take a deep breath. So your life, his life, you guys had a chapter together. You're now living your own life. He's living his own life. And there's nothing wrong here. You know, he wasn't the right one for you. And now you're going to be having your energy more available to start a new, healthy, loving, equal partnership. Does that help? Yeah, that helps. Great. Well, thank you so much for calling, Thank Melissa. you so much, ladies. Thank you. So, Drew, are you still there? Are you still there? Yes, I am. I am. Thank you so much for being here. Do you have any um, last words that you'd like to share with people? We have about five, four, uh, five minutes left or so. Yes. Um, I would say that um, uh, let me give homework to everybody listening. I want okay. you to imagine your world, how you would like to live, what you would like the world to be like. And I want you to write it down. And every day you can take a step towards that world by doing something to help. But if you don't have a vision, you don't have a, you don't have a future. You have to create that vision and start believing in it and make it happen step by step. That's so beautiful. So we're going to all co-create together the world we want to live in. And I know you guys have all heard be the change you want to be in. There is some, there are some proactive steps you can take uh, to be that change. So I just want to read another excerpt from Drew's vision of really giving Mother Earth a voice. And this is, it's kind of like a poem, and it, and it, and it's about, what the earth is and what the earth is not. I am not your commodity. I am not your experiment. I am not your slave, and I'm not here to be tortured or penalized. 
I'm not here to be disrespected or poisoned. I'm not here to pay the price. I'm not here to support your conflicts for profit. I'm not here to make you rich. I'm not here to believe in your dream. I am not here to be controlled by those out of control. I'm not here to watch the planet be destroyed by hostility. I'm not here to blindly agree to terms that are incompatible to life. I am here to find happiness. I am here to promote confidence. I am here to preserve life. I am here to stop abuse. I am here to assist change. I am here because of love. I am here to see us all thrive. I am here to see us all profit. I am here to see us all heal. I am here to see us be our truth. I am here to see us value our world. I am here to see us feel love. I am here to teach, to learn, to comfort. I am here to awaken, to be positive, to be love. I am your mother, your advisor, your hero. I am your ambassador. I am your mentor, your guide, your lover. I am the future. I am light. I am love. And that's a beautiful um, vision of the earth. You know, we talked about it, and some people would argue, you know, we don't like to say I am not, you know, because it's creating something in the negative. But in this way, as a poem, it's true. You you have to have boundaries and say no, you know, at times. Sometimes you must say no. And um, I'm really excited that I'm going to go camping next weekend. I don't, it's not really something I do. I'm more of a hotel person. <laughs> But my coach, his name is Q, he has a mentor that's having a retreat weekend in nature, and I am going to be going to connect more with the earth and ground in. And I'm going to share the this vision that Drew has with all, it's about 15 people on this retreat, um, and we can brainstorm for solutions. And I just recommend that everyone do the same um, with your tribe. You know, how can you raise awareness? How can you come up with solutions? How can you learn how to respond from the heart with love versus reacting from the ego, fear, as she was talking about, as Drew was talking about, or anger, but put your hand on your heart and connect to love and react uh, and respond, not react, with love. So I am going to be taking a two-month hiatus from the show, and I'll be back on January, the first week of January. I think it's January 6th. So the next two months, I will not be doing the Saturday show, but I will be back. Um, and I'm grateful to everyone and so grateful to, oh, January 5th, Saturday is when I'll be back. So grateful to Drew Bird. Thank you so much for being here. And grateful to all the callers who called in and everyone who listened. Giving you a big hug through the ethers. Have a beautiful, beautiful um, next couple of months. And we'll talk to you in January. Thank you. Thank you.